it's time to crank up the truth. I'm Val Selby, and over the decades of working online, I've learned a most important lesson. Mindset owns your business. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then I'm here with Val Full Volume, ready to help you see choices that you're making. Get ready to own your personality and use your expertise to create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. So let's get to it. All right. Welcome. 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 I'm so glad you're back for another week. And I have another guest. Yes. So I will talk about pod match later, but that is where I am just on a roll with finding these amazing women that are are coming to me to have the conversation. And today is one of those that I am like really looking forward to when she contacted me. I have Sasha Willis here and we We haven't talked before the recording because I know I get in a bad habit of doing that and I need to record the conversation, but I have a feeling we've got a similar mindset and all you ladies listening, uh, you are in for it today. Thanks for being here, Sasha. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to have this conversation. (laughs) Me too. It feels like it's been forever since I've had, I've talked about this, but I feel so strongly about it. So uh, so it's perfect for today. Sasha, could you just uh, let listeners know just a little bit about you, please? Sure. So I, again, am Sasha Willis, and I am a business strategist. My business is called Strategy by Sasha, where I help creative women entrepreneur kind of grow and scale their business by putting strategy in place, action planning, goal setting, and all things that nature. I have my own podcast. I have two podcasts and I have a podcast network. So I do a lot of different things as well. But business strategy and helping women in their business is like what I love the most to do. And so that's that's always what I start with. Nice. So I should probably do a disclaimer that I just had a giant coffee. So. I have coffee right now. I know. I'm going to counteract your, your, uh, (laughs) counteract. I'll lift you up, is what I mean. (laughs) I'll lift you up. You want to need the coffee. Because, yeah, my listeners know what happens when I had coffee. It's like, ah, I'll record about five more (laughs) sessions today. I would like to tackle a word with you. What does strategy mean to you? So, for me, strategy is about the plan that you have in place for your business. And I think, the reason why I work with creative women in particular is, and it's everything from like graphic designers to those who maybe have creative mindsets, but not necessarily like are artists or anything like that, is because they are really good at their craft, but tend to suck at anything vaccine behind the doors business. Like they don't really know how to get from point A to point B. And so strategy for me is about putting that in place. It's like, where do you want to go in your business? What are you trying to get to? What are your goals with your business? And then let's make an action plan, a roadmap to actually get there. So that way you're not just, I'll just see if this works. And oh, I have an idea for a new product and I'll try that and we'll see if that works. And oh, it didn't work because I only promoted it for one day and I didn't really have a launch plan behind it. And I just like threw it out there and see if something would take. And so like all like getting rid of all of that. So that way Mm -hmm. you can also take a step back from your business because when you do approach business that way, you're just kind of a little bit all over the place. Your business is running you and you're not running your business. And then you tend to always be in your business. And I'm a big believer in boundaries as well, including in my business. And so I like to turn my computer off and focus on my family and friends and having good strategy allows you to do things like that. Yes. And you are 100% describing five-year-ago me. (laughs) 
<laughs> and beyond that as well. But definitely five years ago, I was, I really was figuring that out when I had, you know, a coach that I was working with and, and she's just like, why are you doing this to yourself? You know, why? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and it's because it's like all the ideas are just popping all of the time. It can, structure is hard. And I, you know, I'm, I like to say that I'm the rare creative. I have, I've had creative businesses. I used to do stationary design for weddings. I did event styling and, you know, the pretty dessert tables. I did that as part of my business back in the day. And so I, I am creative by nature, but I'm also super typed A so that the idea of, being unorganized and like not knowing what comes next is I just can't work with that and so like and it just causes a lot of stress and that's also something that I don't do (laughs) so I want I want women to like feel like they can have freedom in their business and not feel like you know they have all over the place without tempering down on you know the ideas and like Mm -hmm. I want to do x y and z it's like yeah we can still do all that but just like let's let's put a little paper in place and a plan in place so it makes sense yeah. I, I know for me, one of the things that I held on to tight was, you know, I'm a creator. I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. You can't just bog me down with today. I have to do this, 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 and this. And I held on to that so damn tight. And I know, I, you know what happens, everybody, you know, what happens when you hold on to that so damn tight, you don't make any money. <laughs> yeah. But you're creative as hell. You are creating <laughs> Well, and I hear it all the time. Like one of one of my best business friends and one of my clients is a graphic designer and she struggles with like, you know, oh, I need to have an admin day because I need to, you know, do these things in my business. But, you know, sometimes I don't feel inspired or sometimes I get really inspired at like 11 o'clock at night and no one is telling you like you can't work when you are inspired and you can't mm-hmm. do those ideas. But it's also like setting the time aside to run your business because if you're not running it like you said, you're not going to make any money you're you're not going to have the right pricing structure you're not going to know who your target audience is what problem you're trying to solve you're just going to keep putting things out into the world and probably being disappointed and and f- maybe feeling a little unworthy when it's not responded to in the way that you thought that it would be but that's because you're not connecting the dots for people mm-hmm. to find it mm-hmm. yeah cuz we can be artists but if we want to be business owners, we have to tell everybody. It's not 2002 yes. anymore. We can't build it and they will come. No, <laughs> that anymore. hasn't happened for well over a decade, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to market. And, you know, and that's going to lead right into the CEO mindset that you're talking about, because I know that that was a big switch for me was... Being stuck in that creative mindset of I'm creating and I love doing this and it's so much fun and and all of that too. Oh, well, you know what? I not only want money, but I need money. I'm not getting any younger. I have goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think and it is a it's an important switch that needs to be made. And if you're running a business, like if you're just doing a hobby and you just want to create, there's nothing wrong with that. I I also am a big believer that not every creative outlet that we have, not every hobby we have has to turn into a business. But if you are trying to make it a business, the number one, what differentiates a business from a hobby or a nonprofit is that it's profit motivated. We can have other reasons why we do it. You know, we want to be fulfilled. We want to help people, but it underlying means business means profit. And so you have to be able to take a step back and work on your business instead of just solely in your business, doing the things that will help create profit and money for you versus just day-to-day 
grinding that we do when we're just straight working in our businesses. Mm-hmm. And I know one thing I, I learned as well um, was that when I did have more of, you know, I'll use your word strategy. Um, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I feel like I have a strategy quite yet. <laughs> so we probably need to have that conversation off. <laughs> I, I'm feeling resistance to that word. That's why I asked you to describe it. It's so it's funny. It's a plan. Yes, isn't it? It's so stupid how we can have a word pop up and we're like, oh, no, no. Um, <laughs> But now I've probably lost my train of thought. But having a little bit more of a plan or strategy in there has left me so much more mental space. Yes. yeah, And then people don't realize that. Like when you have a strategy or a plan in place, it actually most of the time will give you the freedom to be more creative in your business and to have more spaces where you can be inspired and work in your business that way because you are working with a purpose to get someplace. So if you know, the easiest example I always give, you know, let's say you you want to make X amount of dollars a year and you just work backwards from that. What does that look like? Okay, I need to get five clients a month. Okay, what does that look like? Oh, I need to, you know, do my social media this way or I need to send X amount of emails. Okay, what does that look like? And it's literally just working backwards from the goal so that you always have that, that you're working towards something and you don't feel like you're just all over the place, not knowing what's coming next. I mean, especially like I I used to have a product business. I made, I had launches every probably two or three times a year and it it was okay. I know I'm dropping new, new stuff in March. So that means December, I need to start creating and I need to figure out what I want, you know, to put out. What do I want my shirts to say? What do I want on my mugs? And like, giving myself the creative freedom to do that. And then, okay, I need to start my email launching in February and start building up hype for me. And it doesn't stop the creative aspect of the business, but it gives you like a longer view frame of like, you're working towards something. You're not just, again, just throwing things out there Mm -hmm. and hoping that they stick. You're doing it with intention. And then it makes you feel better when you're like, hey, like I work towards a goal and I hit that goal and I because I had a plan in place and that plan made sense. You know, it wasn't just I think this will work, but maybe I'll try this and all oh, that didn't work. So maybe I'll try this. And you can do that when you have strategy. But when, most of the time when we're doing that, we're not giving things enough time. We're not thinking it through long enough for to see if they're actually working. We're just jumping from mm-hmm. one thing to the other which confuses our audience. Like they don't know what it is we're pitching. They don't know what we're selling, what we're making. And so the plan allows the time to be creative, but also like gives you a roadmap to get there. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. And I had a a blog way long time ago and and I constantly felt exactly what you were talking about with the, the switching back and forth because I wasn't quite sure what I wanted it to be. And, you know, it was, it was busy mama, but I didn't talk about parenting or any of that. So I struggled with that and I struggled with this. And then it's like, oh, can I really be me, you know, or, or do I have to be what, you know, PC and not, not swear, you know, all of that. (laughs) And I, like you said, confused the heck out of my audience, you know, like, like my friends that were in the audience are just like, okay, what's happening this week? (laughs) Who are you this week? (laughs) Now more than ever, like. The one thing I appreciate about the time of where we are is that we have the ability to be authentically ourselves in our business and people connect to that. Like it's 
And I encourage that with people's businesses. Like if you curse and you're a busy mama and like, you know, it doesn't have to be everything that you talk about, but don't be afraid to talk about those things and to shy away from it because that's part of who you are. And more and more people will want to know who the person is behind what they're buying from, you know, who they're working with. And when we can, I call it the like no trust factor. You know, when you build that, you know, that they like you, they start to trust you. They feel like they know you that's when you start making connections and when people are more willing to become like your super fan and no matter what you put out there, they're going to support you and, and yeah. buy from you and all of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's really hard to be marketing when, and I don't say it, you figured out who you are because I mean, goodness gracious, we're, we're <laughs> never, never figuring out exactly <laughs> who we are, but being authentically you at the moment of, of what you are and bringing it to your business and, and not being afraid that, you know, you're not it for everyone. Yeah. Uh, And there's nothing wrong with that. The biggest misconception that a lot of people make in business is, you know, that all money is good money. They have to work with any and everyone willing to pay them. That's definitely not true. It is okay to have your people that, you know, you connect with and you don't have to be for everyone. You know, that's just like life. Like Mm -hmm. you will not be someone's cup of tea and that's okay but the people who do like love you like they will show up for you they're going to support you they'll shout your name through the rooftops they'll recommend you to everyone and anyone under the sun and so connect with those people don't Mm -hmm. don't worry about the people who you don't connect with well and it's it's hilarious because i mean the people we're not connecting with it's only us judging whether they are going to have that feeling. And I was like, yeah. we don't know. We don't know. I mean, I assume that I always tick off all of the the religious people, you know, that are, <laughs> and I don't, I have a whole group of, you know, a whole bunch of them that I talk to all the time. And they're just like, yeah, we don't really like your swearing, but we love you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it, yeah, some people might have deal breakers that we think, yeah. you know, are something else, but it's really, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so they'll still be there. But the people who, you know, you don't, you don't need to waste your time trying to talk to people who who just aren't going to vibe with whatever, you know, your personality is or wh- where your authenticity lies. Like there's no sense in in trying to, I think, censor ourselves mm-hmm. just to make money. Yeah. And I, I think in trying to do that, that's when the word strategy and plan makes us bored as creatives yes. because we're trying <laughs> to be what we expect the public to want us to be. And then I'm like, well, I know from years, years past experience. And I go to write the blog post and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't want to. It doesn't have to be that way. Right. Though. I think that's the perception of it. But when you're, when you find a good business coach or strategist that you can work with, like I'm, I'm going to tell you to work exactly within how you function and how you work. So if you know, for my graphic design friend client, she, I love her to death, but she can't, she she can't focus to save her life like and she definitely can't plan things out past like a couple of weeks and i know that about her she has big like overarching quarterly goals but if you ask her how she's going to get from a to c her mind just doesn't work that way so we just break it down okay so like what's your focus for this week like Think about having a topic every week that you want to focus on. And you don't need to know like what the content around it's going to be. You just need to know that you need to have like two call to actions that are this, 
and, you know, one call to action that's going to be that. And then when you are in your creative space, you know, the week before or the day of, and you are going to, you're ready to create for that week, at least you know what you're working towards. You know, you don't, you don't have to try to force yourself into this box of like, oh, I, you know, I have to be rigid and I need my CEO day to be on a Monday because that's when people are serious. And like, you know, if you want your CEO day to be on Wednesday at 3 p.m. and only for an hour, if that's the only time and mental capacity, you have to focus on things you've been, it's cool. Like work with how it works for you, but still have a plan. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and it makes it a lot more fun because it's like, <laughs> well, for one, if we're making money, it's a hell of a lot more fun. <laughs> Cause then there's exactly. a little bit of money too to outsource some of the stuff we really don't want to do. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, and that's the biggest thing about when we start having a plan and you start consistently getting money, I'm a big proponent of paying someone to do any and everything in my business that I do not like to do. Mm-hmm. And it allows us again to be more creative and focus on the things we want to focus yeah. on in our business. Like you, if, if you're a graphic designer and, and you have a plan in place to get number X number of clients, you know, at some point you can take the projects that don't really light you up and give them to a junior designer, you know, uh-huh. somebody who you contracted with and only work on the designs that really make you excited and that inspire you. You have that freedom when you are working to build something in your business as opposed to just being all over the place. Yeah, just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yep. And <laughs> and I know for me, there's been so many times and I still do battle it of taking a strategy or taking a plan and when it doesn't work, that doesn't mean that it was horrible. It just means I have to change something versus doing a whole new plan. <laughs> yeah. The good thing about any strategy, any action plan, you know, they're always going to be work in progresses. So, you know, it's oh anybody who made a business strategy plan, action plan in March of 2020, it got thrown up mm-hmm. and ripped apart. And we had to start completely over. Because nothing that we had planned for was gonna work when you know when COVID hit, and and it's the same thing every day in our business. Like even I mean, as we record this, like there's a bank failure having in Silicon Valley right now. Like yeah. that wasn't you know maybe people on Etsy were you know now they're they're not getting paid right now, and you know they're trying to work through that. That wasn't in anyone's plan, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be flexible in what you're doing. You have to. And I always uh, encourage, like, at least on a monthly basis, like you have your goals that you're working towards every month. But at the end of every month, go back and look like, you know, what worked? What didn't work? You know, what Mm -hmm. did I enjoy doing? What didn't I enjoy doing? What should I do more of? What do I not want to do at all? You know, we we can say, oh, I want to I think I want to talk to my people more on my email list. I'm going to do an email every week. But then that whole month, we're like dreading having to write this email every week. And so like at the end of the month, yeah. Did it, did I really see, was it, you know, were my clicks better? Was my open rates better? No, then maybe I can scale it back some. Maybe let's mm-hmm. just try twice a month. Or, you know, like you know, it doesn't have to be so rigid and set in stone that it doesn't allow us the flexibility to change. And mm-hmm. the good thing about being our own business owners is we get to decide what works and doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And and the another beautiful thing is there's so many ways to be out there marketing yes. that we don't have to market the way we don't want to market, you know, like you know, my, my IG friends, my Instagram friends are always like, I don't like it. And when I've tried to use it as a a mode, of course I've had no success because I don't like it. It's like, don't waste my time because I I don't want to be there. There's other places to go and be. (laughs) I literally made a reel yesterday for Instagram because they just wrote out like their broadcast feature. And it was like, 
you don't have to do it. Like just because they threw it out there doesn't right. mean you have to incorporate it now into your social media strategy and, yeah. you know, figure out how you're going to make content for that. Like if you don't want to do it, you don't have to do that piece of it. Like you, you don't have to be on Instagram. You can be on, if you love being on TikTok, be on TikTok. If all your people are on LinkedIn, be on LinkedIn. Like you don't, just because people say, oh, you need to be on Instagram. No, you don't. It depends on your yeah. business. It depends yeah. where your people are. So, and it, and that's why having a strategy in place, it's, there's certain business practices that people will say, you know, you should do in your business and they're not wrong, but you should make it unique to your business. What works in your business works in your business. It might not work in other people's business and vice versa. So Mm -hmm. you don't, you take what works and you keep that and you improve on that. And if something doesn't work, if it, you don't like it, if you're not seeing any sort of return on it, that from all the time and energy and money you're spending into it, then you don't have to do it. And especially if you get to the point where you're you're doing the thing that is working and expanding on that, if you do want to do Instagram, then hopefully you start making enough money that you're like, okay, I'm going to bring in a pro. This pro yep. is going to make it all look better. Like I don't want to, and then we'll test that. But, exactly. But I, I think that that was one thing that I I had to learn for sure was you know I, I for one you can't be everywhere. No. It's impossible. It absolutely can't be anywhere or you will not be working your business. Now you're just a social media manager. <laughs> yeah. And there's a big difference because this is also what I mentioned in my reel that I think people forget. There's a big difference between being a business owner and a content creator. There are two different roles. Like yes. unless you are an influencer or like you make money from the content that you are creating, you don't need to be everywhere. You don't have to be posting 50 million times a day and showing up in stories and doing reels and on TikTok and LinkedIn. You don't have to be like that. You have to you have to market your business, mm-hmm. but you don't have to create content in the same way. And I think it's the lines can be confused and blurred sometimes. I, I don't even think sometimes. I think you are 100% <laughs> right. It's And it's because when we decide, oh, we want to go to Instagram. Oh, we want to go to Facebook groups. We go and find the person who's an expert at it. Well, that is literally what they're an expert at is growing their Instagram, yep. not their business of yep. this other thing. <laughs> so absolutely. And yes, and thinking about it's going in the mindset change for, for thinking like a creator, like, you know, hobbyist. I know I didn't really think of myself. I guess maybe I just didn't come out and think of myself as a hobbyist or anything like that. Well, except for way back, I I absolutely can look back and know that I was a hobbyist because I was just <laughs> always in learning mode, yeah. 100% in learning mode. But the, the switch really started happening, like I said, about five years ago when I started thinking of myself as a boss. Yeah. And the boss mindset and people, I know that there's a lot of women, hopefully you're not one of them listening, but if you are, <laughs> then listening, you'd be harder. The whole boss mindset and boss girl and boss this and boss that. And I know I had, I felt resistant to that for quite a while too, because I'm like, uh, whatever. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wait, I get it. Yeah. I, I don't it. subscribe to like, you know, mompreneur or like boss lady because I am very much like men. You're not a dadpreneur if you're like a dad who right. has a business. like there's not that equivalent. <laughs> but there is a mindset shift when you decide that you want to do things in your business and you're going to put a plan in place to make your business successful. And I think it happens when we decide like, I'm not just going to wing it in my business. I'm not just going to like, you know, hope I get a client here or there and then do the project and then hope I get another client here or there. It's 
when you start saying, okay, what do I need to do in my business to actually have people find me? And so that I'm not doing all this effort where I'm trying to do lead generation and and hope, you know, get referrals and things like that, where people are, you know, they can search for like graphic design or they can search for, you know, web designer and like my stuff comes up or like, how can I educate people in a way that shows who I am so they would want to work with me when they are looking for someone to do something like this for me. And so Mm -hmm. I think that shift happens when we start when we really sit down and we're like no i i i i'm tired of being stressed in this business like i want to do something that makes more sense or not do this business anymore. right because i think yeah. that's pretty much most people decide one way or the other they get to like no i need to like put some strategy in place or this business just isn't going to work anymore because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. business is not all fun no it's not we have no. to do stuff that we <laughs> prefer not to do that's why it's a business it's still work yeah <laughs> Like There's you, still work involved. You can love what you do in your business, but you're not going to love all of it. Like no. you still, have, the 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 when we have to like figure out our accounting, like that's not fun. Yeah. But it tells us a lot of information when we look at it. We can tell like where our money's coming from and what product is or service that we offer makes us money versus something we might be throwing at that really isn't making us money. I've seen that happen all the time where you're like, oh, I'm going to focus on pitching X, Y, and Z. You go and you look at your finance and you're like, you're actually making more money from this service. Oh my this gosh, yes. you offer. <laughs> and you know, maybe if you put more effort into marketing that, like, yeah, that's where you need to focus on, but we don't want to do the, you know, the boring work or, you know, mm-hmm. the not fun work of doing that. And, and when we get to a point where like, no, I have to do these things, mm-hmm. it, it makes running the business I don't want to say easier because a business will will always be challenging, but it makes it make more sense. Mm-hmm. And it and it's it's easier to make decisions in our business when we have more information about what we're doing in our business. For sure. And especially even for those that are plan averse, <laughs> I guess for that that are like, you know, don't really want to do the plans. I know when I started working on my 90-day plans. I actually ended up feeling more creative because all of a sudden everything was towards that goal. Everything I did, my emails, my social media, everything was leading to that goal. And I was just, instead of feeling like I was just like, oh my gosh, this is all I can do. All I can talk about. It was just like, no, this is what I get to talk about for, you know, three months straight. This is what we're going to do. And it's so easy. (laughs) It relieves so much stress that I don't people, I don't think people realize that it just takes away so much of uncertainty when we have something that we're working towards and like i said you can always be flexible in it like you don't if you feel like 90 days even is a stretch to you know i don't i don't know how i can plan for something 90 days like that just seems still too constrictive do a month yeah. like come up with a, a plan for a month of like what you're going to talk about on social media or what you want your email goal to be or what you want you know your profit goal to be or how many clients you want to get like pick something that is reasonable doable and then work backwards to figure out how you can get there and it does make it it makes what we do with a purpose mm-hmm. and and we don't feel as as stressed out as lost as confused as trying to it's, and it can be discouraging sometimes when we, you know, if you don't have a plan and you're trying to figure out what's working, what's not working, and everything seems like it's not working, then it, that's discouraging in your business. Yeah. But it's probably because you don't, aren't you probably aren't really focused on what your goal is or where you're trying to go or, you know, who you're talking to or things like that. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you start getting clear about those types of things, it, it takes a lot of stress away. And, yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, what all of that that you just talked about just totally leads to burnout. Yeah, it yeah. absolutely leads to, leads to burnout because we're just working so many hours because we're doing all of the things 
that, you know, even when we're thinking that we're being creative because we don't have a plan, we're not being creative because we're doing so many different things that we're not usually creating. Well, I'll just speak for me. I know when I was in those points, I was not creating new products. I didn't want to hold a workshop. I didn't want to hold anything. I'm just like, people know, go. (laughs) And most of my clients come to me when they're there. They're just like, I'm not, I'm burnt out with my business. I, you know, it's frustrating. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't seem to be talking to the right people, or maybe I'm not charging enough. And, you know, it's all of that surrounding that that has led to burnout and and it makes business not fun. Yeah. And when it's not fun anymore, then for that, I mean, and it's never going to be not work, but you should enjoy it. And if yeah. it's not fun anymore, then why are we doing it? Yeah. I needed you in 2020, by the <laughs> I wish I would have found you at the end of 2020 when, because I just went through all of this stuff and I just had to switch on my own and <laughs> figured out exactly what you're, you know, everything that you're talking about. I, I did alone. Well, I mean, I had my accountability buddies and, and all of that, but you know, for me, I just taught myself a lot of exactly what you're talking about. Like I said, I wish I would have had you there. <laughs> taught myself a lot of that stuff. And so then I just brought my clients along with me yeah. as I was going through it. <laughs> but everyone, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly. I love the reinforcement. <laughs> yeah, and it's easier when you have someone, because a lot of us feel alone in business and we don't know what we're doing and we don't, the people who we are looking at, we might feel are like so ahead of us in their business and how did they get there? And we feel like we're down here. And so sometimes just having someone who has been there in their business and can kind of say, Hey, like, you know, I can, I can, at this point with my business, I can look very easily into other people's businesses and say, Oh, like your problem is probably X, Y, and Z. And if you do like these little tweaks here or there, and you just kind of stick with this or do that, it'll make a big difference in your business. And just having that person who's like, Oh, like, I didn't think about it that way. Sometimes we're too close to our business to see what our our options are and how we can make changes. And so just having someone who can kind of say like, hey, let's let's walk through this together and and what makes sense for you and what makes sense for your business and what kind of life do you want to have with your business? Do you want it to be a full-time business? Are you just going to keep it as a part-time business that you do on the side? Like there's a lot of ways that we can work through that, but having someone to help also makes you less stressed. Oh, absolutely. And, and having you come in with the fresh eyes, even and be able to look at stuff and, and be like, okay, well, have you tried this? Well, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might have half-assed it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly. But- Perfect. Oh, I love it, Sasha. So is there anything else that you would like to leave my listeners with? I would just say, like, if you feel that you, if anything has resonated with you, and you're like, I'm so burnt out, take a step back from your business and really just sit down and figure out one or two goals that seem achievable for you, whether it's a short month time frame, whether even if it's like within like a week or so, like what's one thing that you want to accomplish that can help push your business forward. And like, if you have to work that way to build up to a strategy where it's like, I'm going to focus my one week goal. Okay. Now my two week goal and do it that way, because it will just help 
relieves so much that you might not even realize that is affecting you and your business. But nice. I'm I'm a big proponent of having a plan. Yeah. Yeah. No matter how small that plan is, because a plan <laughs> is a plan. <laughs> so if you're resistant, just start. That's all yep. that she, she wants you just to start. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for being here, Sasha. And everyone, I'm going to have all of her information in the show notes, of course, so that if you were feeling that, like, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> you can go connect with her right away and get your plan, big or small, going. All right. Thanks for being here, Sasha. Thank you so much for having me. 